From the studios of Advancing Vibrant Communities in Modesto, California, this is Lighthouse Live Radio on the Lighthouse Live International Podcasting Network. Welcome to Lighthouse Live, the radio voice of advancing vibrant communities. Our mission is to motivate believers to move out from the four walls of the church to personally serve the needs of their neighborhoods. Get ready for a no-holds-barred, honest look at the Christian lifestyle the way Christ commanded it to be. All that and more coming right up here on Lighthouse Live. Well, good morning to you, wherever you may be. <laughs> Welcome to Lighthouse Live. Pastor Mike Douglas with you. And I do remember it's morning this yes, time. Yes, you did evening. remember. That's yeah, good. Yeah, well, it's that <laughs> orange juice and breakfast burrito. And Got me coffee, coffee, too, shirt. And indeed. Coffee, too. Welcome, wherever you may be listening today. Again, Pastor Mike Douglas with you, along with our producer and co-host, Elaine Harlan. So glad you can be joining us this morning uh, on a special edition mm-hmm. of Lighthouse Live. We have VIPs yes. here this morning, uh, Vision Impaired Persons Support. And uh, so, you know, this is one of those mornings where we just have some of the greatest friends that God has ever isn't given this us fun. this morning, We've isn't it? I'm so excited about it. Marty Lancer yes. here. Uh, broadcast, hey, Mike. Elaine, how are you doing? Legend. Oh, Marty, good morning. Oh, great to have you <laughs> yes. with us and his lovely wife, Terry, with yes. us as well. Hey, Terry. And uh, Jim Syvertson joining yes, us Jim, uh, from VIBS as well. Good morning. Great good morning. to have you with us. And a uh, longtime friend, Tom Ingerbritson. Tom, good morning to you. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Yeah. And uh, so we're, we're just going to have a riot this morning. It is it's a riot, isn't it? It's going to be a great time. Uh, just a reminder, friends, if you'd like to find out about more opportunities to serve, you can check our website, that daily update page at www.vibrantcommunities.org. That's vibrantcommunities.org. Click the little red blinky thingy, yeah. and uh, that's technical talk, <laughs> right? That's good. I like that. Yeah, I like yeah. that. Yeah. Like yeah. that? <laughs> and uh, it'll take you right to our daily update page. Uh, Elaine has posted uh, new opportunities to serve there and also announcements as well. We uh, encourage you to check that on a regular basis. And, of course, you can give us a call, our number, 209-544-9571. That's 209-544-9571. Before we go on, though, let's check in with our daily uh, weekly update from our friends from Voice of the Martyrs. What will people think when they hear that I'm a Jesus freak? What will people do when they find that it's true? Hey, what's up? This is Michael Tate with the story of a Jesus freak who was ready for the worst. Pastor Lee knew he was being watched by the Chinese Public Security Bureau. He knew the risk of preaching at the house church, as he did every Tuesday. Pastor Lee had been arrested many times and beaten to the point where he vomited blood. Once he was beaten with his own Bible... He also knew Chinese citizens can be sent to labor camps for up to three years without a trial. So he was ready. He even had a bag packed with a blanket and extra clothing. Still he preached that night without fear. Sure enough, armed officers burst through the doors and arrested him. Lee was ready. Are you? For creative ways you can partner with the Voice of the Martyrs, go online to persecution.com. You know, Elaine, that's just a great reminder to us, the blessing that we have of the freedoms that we have here in this country to... uh 
to freely worship and, you know, but that also gives us uh, the additional responsibility to exercise that command that Jesus gave us to love your neighbor as yourself. And with the freedoms that we have, a great opportunity to uh, get outside the four walls of your homes and and your churches to personally touch the needs of others and what a great impact that is. And, Elaine, we've got a couple new opportunities coming up. We do from the Volunteer Center of the United Way. Tomorrow night is the series National Night Out. Actually, I think it's the National Night Out everywhere. I Yes. But we will be out in full force. In series. In, uh, yes. Beautiful downtown series. Beautiful downtown That's series right. at the Smyrna Park. Uh, don't ask me. Is that? Did I say that right? Uh, it's close enough for oh, yeah. right. <laughs> Tom, do you have a correction on that? Not no. me. Okay. Anyway, America's night out tomorrow well, I night. flying blind traffic. <laughs> have you ever had any accidents down there? Marty, Smyrna Hope Park? Is... Nope. Okay. Okay. So. Okay. All right. Well, there, okay. hopefully and prayerfully there won't be any incidents or accidents to report there as well because we're out against crime and it's all about community tomorrow night and uh, downtown series and we'll be out there with the series police department and uh, officer Enrique Perez will be out there with uh, McGruff the crime dog and we'll be out there with face painting and all sorts of fun things to do and we'll be happy to see you out there that's going to be a lot of fun from 5 until 10 p.m. the ABC volunteers will be out there and we we'll hope that you'll stop by we'll have lots of opportunities to share with you how you might step out of those four walls and help your neighbors and that's just going to be a lot of fun. Are you going to have a hot dog again? This I'm year, not right? going to have a hot dog but for all of our carnivorous ones we'll be <laughs> lots of uh, lots of hot dogs out there and it's going to be a great time to be had by all. Some I don't know I think you ought to have a hot dog. I'm sure that you, uh, okay. you will have one for me instead uh, but anyway you know the Kaiser Permanente and United Way and ABC are going to be taking part in the Neighbors and Health Fair 2007. This is a free community health fair and this is a really a neat thing they are going to be providing medical uh, services for the uninsured and the underinsured lots of medical uh, services including um, immunizations dental hearing vision school entry exams sports exams lots of exams for women men just all sorts of different things and this is going to be a great opportunity if you know of some of your neighbors who cannot afford to take part in some of these uh, great uh, opportunities you might want to get them in on this and you just might want to volunteer because volunteers are needed and uh, actually here at ABC we are helping you to get registered for some of these opportunities to serve uh, these uh, opportunities are taking place on August 18th and 19th and if you would like to get in on this we just encourage you to give me a call here at 544-9571 and we will get you set up for that and uh, the Volunteer Center of the United Way would be also oh happy for you to uh, to do that. Now Marty I'm going to ask you to help me out with this and I know that I didn't prompt you uh, earlier to do this but the Modesto Blind Bowlers are looking for volunteers to help so if people love to bowl let's talk about how they might get involved in this. Well the the bowling will start up the uh, Saturday after Labor Day. So I think we're looking at September the 8th. And that's when the bowling starts. We need volunteers for spotters, uh, people who can tell the bowlers, uh, you know, how many pins you've knocked down. Because believe it or not, we don't knock them all down every time. Okay. Uh, <laughs> You're kidding. <laughs> and uh, so we, we need volunteers to do that, to just kind of spot for us, to tell us, uh, you know, what pins are left and which ones we knock down and that kind of thing. And maybe with a little bit of the rail set up, because the, the blind bowlers use a rail, um, 
I'm a right-handed bowler, so I use the rail with my left hand just as a guide to kind of make sure I'm walking a straight line down there. I understand you're pretty good at this. Well, I've, my highest game is 177. Mm. And, wow. uh, that's good. I bowled a 176 last year. We're also, I'll say this too, we're looking for new blind bowlers. If uh, anybody listening out there would like to give it a shot, you're more than welcome. Uh, we're going to have a, uh, a bowling, uh, the, the party for the blind bowlers will be August 18th at Byer Park at noon. Uh, you can check that out and maybe go talk to a few people. And then, uh, September 8th is going to be our first week for blind bowlers, uh, for the uh, 07 08 season, so to speak. And uh, you're welcome to come out and participate. And uh, I think for some people who've never done it before, it's a little bit, how do you do that? Uh-huh. But uh, we've got some good blind bowlers and, 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 you know, cover the whole gamut there. Well, now here's the problem with that, Elaine. You know, I, I volunteered <laughs> to do that for Marty, and he threw me down the alley. And, uh... But, Mike, I got a strike. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. At least I wasn't I a spare. <laughs> <laughs> or a split even. <laughs> I love it. Well, that's a terrific way for uh, folks to get involved, Marty. And, you know, that's a way to meet people and just form those relationships that we talk about. What a great, great thing, Marty. I just uh, I love it that you're involved with that. And, you know, and you don't have to be blind or totally blind to do this, do you? No, as a matter of fact, um, there are some sighted people who bowl with us. Not a great deal, obviously, but... Uh, the only the only stipulation we make is that there are not two sided people on a team. We have uh, teams of two people, and we just ask that the teams not be both sided people. That you have a visually impaired and a sighted person, or a totally blind and a sighted person, or whatever. Our team, uh, me, which I'm, I'm classified as totally blind, and my partner is visually impaired. He can actually see pretty well, and we bowl together. Okay. Mm-hmm. You guys get trophies and all kinds of stuff. Oh yeah, trophies. Actually, we don't get. We, we opted for the prize money instead of the trophies, so we okay. get prize money instead. Okay. All what right. Kind of dude. There you, you guys, go. Do you guys get? Uh, do you guys travel and, and go around for? No, we we, we don't. Um, there aren't a lot of groups out here that do it. I, I from what I've been able to tell, it's a little bit bigger on the East Coast. Mm. Uh, they do have a blind bowlers tournament uh, every year, and it's a given location. I think this year it was in Denver. Wow. Um, one year, I know it was in Dallas. It's been in Spokane, Washington, um, and we're encouraged to do that. But we have, you know, pay our own way. And um, I don't know if this is a segue or not, but with thirty uh, percent or seventy percent of blind people unemployed, uh, there's not a lot of money sometimes mm. to do things like that. Mm. So um, the 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 tournaments are, you know, the the blind bowler tournaments are ones that you do on your own. Right. Um, we don't bowl like, for instance, the LA team. I think that used to happen. But uh, I'm not sure L.A. has a team anymore, actually. Hmm. So this is the Modesto Blind Bowlers. And if you want to be a pin spotter, this would be a great way to get involved. Thanks, Marty. And, dear friends, if you have any questions at all about any of these opportunities to serve, please call Barbara Borpus. She's at 209-524-1307, extension 113. Again, 209-524-1307, extension 113. Or you can always give us a call here at 544-9571. That's 209-524. Five four four nine five seven one. And you know, Elaine, uh, another note here: we uh, did not have an update this week from Brad Dacus and the mm, Pacific Justice right. Institute because we want to remind you that Brad Dacus and his crew are coming out here yes. to do a, a special mm. seminar uh, expanded from what we did last year, and it was dynamite. It is designed for churches and uh, nonprofit ministries, and it really gives us the legal side of what we do, what to watch out for, how to protect ourselves, and mm-hmm. and just. And even some just very practical uh, HR stuff in terms of uh, employee relations and, and all that. 
great seminar, and uh, it is free. And then, and, and uh, yeah, it's actually paid for by the Pacific Justice Institute. They're coming out here on February 12th, February 12th. If you would like to attend, and again, uh, what we'd encourage especially are the uh, uh, the business side uh, people in, in your ministries and churches, uh, your senior pastors, uh, the, the business uh, administrators and such, uh, will get a lot out of this. Give us a call, 209-544-9571. And, uh, you know, we can't take, uh, you know, an extreme amount of people, but uh, we'll take first come, first served. Uh, we could probably take about 150 uh, this year, and we'd love to have you come. Yes. It was very popular mm-hmm. last year, and uh, we're looking forward to get to that. Again, that'll be February 12th, and typically it's from 10 in the morning to 1 in the afternoon. Just a, a wonderful time, and uh, again, tapping the brain trust there from the Pacific Justice Institute. If you'd like more information about Brad Dacus and the Pacific Justice Institute, you can give them a call at one 305 That's one 305 Or check out their great website at www.pacificjustice.org. As you can probably tell, we... Uh... We probably have some fun on today's radio show. And I know for a fact that Marty ditched a dentist appointment today and probably sitting in your chair, someone getting drilled right now and probably, you know, squirming around in their chair, Marty, and you probably just don't miss that a bit. Well, and I, <laughs> I got I to make it up on the 29th, though. Okay. So, okay. Well, it's down the road. We'll it's down the road. That when we cross that bridge. And I know Tom's been working on some of his jokes, but I'll tell you what, Jim Syvertson, Jim, it's so great to have you back. And I don't know what appointments you ditched to be here with us, but we're so glad that you're here. Well, we won't tell. We we won't tell. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) But, Jim, we know that the VIPs, the Visually Impaired Person Support, is having a great gala event coming up this month, and why don't you tell us about that? Tell our listeners what you have planned coming up for that. Well, this year, this is our third annual Independence Gala. And each year it's growing, and we expect this year to be bigger and better than ever. It's going to be Saturday, August 25th, and we'll start at 5 p.m., and it's going to be held at the Seasons, and that's at 945 McHenry Avenue right here in Modesto. And we are going to have entertainment there. Uh, we've got a special singer who is actually one of our volunteers, uh, Rachel, she's been through some of our programs at the center and has a fabulous voice, and she's going to be singing. We'll have the uh, uh, Woodwind Quintet back. We're going to have a special keynote speaker this year who is uh, Rich Brennan, and he's uh, from Southern California and is a nationally recognized wellness coach. And along with everything else in our lives, one of the most important things is uh, improving the quality of our life and our health. And he'll have some interesting topics to talk about. Uh, In addition to that, we're going to have a live and silent auction. And we'll have uh, some great prizes there. We're giving away a 15-inch flat-screen color TV, 
that will be to somebody just for attending. And we were just talking about that a few minutes ago. Yes. <laughs> yeah, my wife, you know, we were just talking about the fact Marty and, and Terry and, yeah. you know, we, we've had like the same TV since we all got married, you know, and, and, uh, <laughs> you know, with the technology changing, here, here's a, a great opportunity. Now, can anybody attend this, Jim, that's interested in, in helping out? And Absolutely. Uh, the more, the better. The, awesome. the, part of what we're doing here is obviously this is a major fundraiser for us, but also it is to build awareness of the center and mm-hmm. what we provide in the mm-hmm. community here. Uh, when when we established this uh, a few years ago, I thought if you built it, they would come. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, obviously, it's been a journey much different than that. And it's part of our mission and part of our work mm-hmm. is to continue to build awareness. We have a fabulous opportunity at the center there now with uh, a state-of-the-art computer room Mm. uh, lab there that we can take people from very basic computer skills all the way up to advanced. And we're each year we're changing and updating our software programs. And I think we have one of the best facilities for teaching computer programs in the area here. Uh, In addition to that, we have other courses with Braille, uh, we're adding living skills now uh, so mm. that people can learn how to build confidence just to do basic functions in their own home. So there's a lot of opportunities here for people to grow and to build confidence. I think today it's one of the most important things that we can offer is an opportunity to share with people that they're not alone, that there's phenomenal opportunities. They they all have tremendous abilities and gifts in each and every one of us and they just need to be brought out and be made aware of and those opportunities are there so come out see the gala see the people share in the experience and and just have a great evening and that's saturday august 25 5 o'clock p.m yes at uh, at seasons yes 945 McHenry avenue and you're talking about the facility that that you have that was kind of a neat thing uh, in and of itself all how all that came around and and i, w- I would imagine you still have uh, a little bit of debt there to pay uh, pay for in terms of the wonderful renovations that you did, and and this would help that process, wouldn't it? Yes, absolutely. We we received a major opportunity a number of years ago, actually about two and a half years ago, to uh, get a facility downtown. The city gave us yes. a special opportunity, one dollar a year, and we were just overjoyed. And uh, when we went in, there was just one contingent on that, and that was that we would have to make any improvements that were required to meet city code. And that led us to basically rebuilding the entire house. Took it down to the uh, studs and rebuilt, rewired, re-everything. And uh, so we have a a wonderful home there that uh, provides us a great uh, facility to for people to come into. Uh, we have a fabulous board uh, of directors now mm-hmm. that uh, help us and assist us, along with Mauricio Molina, who uh, does a great job as our director He's at wonderful. the center. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. And, and so uh, again, it, there's uh, we've grown over the years, and now we're open Monday through Friday, eight to four thirty every day, and uh, we're. 
being kept pretty busy there, which is you a great are. thing. Indeed. We remember the grand opening. That was that such was a, a great, great day. Yes. And Mauricio is doing a great job. And we do want to say hi, Mauricio, because we know he's listening. That's <laughs> he, right. That's he wanted right. to be with us today. Marty, remember, we <laughs> called him the other day and invited him to be here. But he's teaching classes and, and actually very, very busy. Tom, you yourself have been uh, very instrumental there and have been uh, very busy there at the home. And uh Quite uh, quite involved with a lot of the things that go on there. Talk about a little bit about some of the services and the classes and the things that VIPs provide there to the people who uh, go to the home there. Well, <clears throat> since I'm of the elder sect, you might say. Um, we didn't say that. Well, I said. Okay, it. all right. Okay. <laughs> now that I made that You're mark not, of right, okay. eighty going on nine thousand two hundred and twenty, <laughs> but um, AARP will be looking for a you. A lot of the people that have macular degeneration acquired at um, later in life, in their sixties and so on, and how to learn how living skills so you can go in the kitchen and not cut your fingers off. Or you can do mobility to get up and down the street with your cane or dog or whatever the case may be. That's what comes about at the the center. And uh, they can learn that self-confidence that they have, Mm. that they can get up and down the stairs, they can get around, they can get to the bus stop. This uh, is all available, and and, uh, if they are patient, they're going to be taught how to do it and do it well. And uh, all I can say is if you don't go... It's your own fault because the nice part about the thing is because of Jim and his um, thoughts on the thing, it's all free for those that qualify Mm. that are visually impaired or legally blind. If they need help, and we don't care what age it is, whether it's 2 or 94, Mm -hmm. they can come and they will be treated fairly and they will try to teach them all the skills that they need to be a little more productive in everything that they do. You know, I'd like to just add a couple things uh, with my experience with the center. First of all, uh, I took the computer classes. Um, you know, when computers came around, I was still, I mean, I was, uh, you know, probably, what, uh, late 30s, early 40s. Uh, the problem was, you know, I was working every day. How do you learn this stuff? Mm-hmm. Um, and I really didn't have an opportunity to learn. And when I did, um, I a, a guy from uh, Department of Rehab came out and tried to show me something. The problem was, was that he... Only had so many hours allotted to him. We couldn't start from ground zero. And you know yourself, if, if you've ever tried to learn computers, that uh, you really need to have a basic knowledge to start with mm-hmm. uh, to be able to make sense of the whole thing. So I finally, after not really learning a lot from the guy from Voke Rehab, and it wasn't because I, I wouldn't totally blame him. I blame the situation more than anything else um, and the limited uh, time we had to spend together. Um, I, I said, you know, I heard about the center and said, yeah, you know, I like to learn the computer a little better. I'd I like to do that. And so I took some classes with Mauricio, and uh, he's really been the only person that's really been able to make this stuff make sense for me mm. um, in my experience. And, uh, you know, I mean, so I, I tell people now, hey, if I can do a computer, anybody can do a computer. Be- wrong, because wrong. I know somebody that can't. <laughs> I won't mention any names, but he uses his time. <laughs> Uh-huh. But I'll, I'll I'll tell you something. I mean, uh, and the other, thing, you know, I wanted to just kind of uh, add a couple other real quick things. Number one, um, you know, the fundraising that's going on here with the gala on August twenty fifth. Um, one of the software, you know, that the, the blind need to use is expensive um, when you compare it to what's out there for the rest of the population. Um, 
if you want to, for instance, get an update on what JAWS is one of the software programs that's out there that will make your computer talk to you, 500 bucks. Mm. And, uh, you know, you do get a few free updates with that, but then when those run out, 500 more bucks. Um, and, you know, let's say you have, um, well, I'll just throw some numbers out, JAWS 7.0, and you're up to where 13, you have to buy every update to get to 13. Yeah, words, you can't go from 7 to 13. Right, yeah, 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 you can't do that. Yeah. So these programs are expensive, and that's what some of the funding is going for is, is uh, they, unfortunately, they, they are expensive. The other thing that we're seeing, and, and maybe some of you right now are listening and going, well, this blindness thing is kind of an old thing, isn't it? I mean, um, you know, a lot of older people, and, and what I'd like to point out is that we're seeing more and more, and I think Tom could back this up and so could Jim, we're seeing more and more younger blind people due to diabetes. Mm. That is Absolutely. true. Okay. You bet. And uh, I can think of three people, just without any prompting at all, who are in their 30s that are using the center, um, who are either are blind or are going blind due to diabetes. And wow. um, and we know what, you know, diabetes is, uh, you know, has increased in this country for a number of reasons. And, and so uh, I think that's something we're going to see more of, unfortunately. But it is there, and we need to address that. You know, friends, just a reminder, uh, this uh, event coming up Saturday, August 25th. Uh, we didn't give out the ticket price. It's $60 per person. Correct. And uh, you can call Jim Syvertson at 209-524-6000. That's 209-524-6000. Or you can call the uh, Vision Impaired Person Support Center at 209-522-8477. That's 209-522-8477. Again, that's coming up Saturday, August 25th, 5 p.m. at Seasons, 945 McHenry Avenue. You know, guys, one of the things I've noticed, and, and whether it's, you know, in the area of... Uh, being cited or, or not cited or, or whether it be cancer or whatever it is that we, we may be addressing, it seems like when something touches us personally mm. is when when we uh, become involved. And do you find this, Jim, you're nodding. I think we've talked about this once before, and I know Marty, you and I, have, we've addressed this before. That's that's when we, we tend to, to become involved, don't, don't right. you? Right. There's so many different uh, wonderful programs out there, but we're aware of them, but Unless they touch us, we really have a hesitancy to get involved. I know personally myself, my father and my son are both legally blind, and that's where my passion came from to develop the program Mm -hmm. and the center. But for many other people, it's the same situation. You talk to them, they're all aware of vision-impaired situations, but if it doesn't touch them, they uh, they have a uh, very hesitant to get involved mm. or to become active in it. But once they do, boy, they are searching and looking for answers, and we have those answers. Now, before the center, how how would you find these resources? What 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 was out there, Marty and Tom? What? Not much here. Not much. Uh, you go to Stockton. Uh, right. I took some computer classes in Stockton for a short time back in 1997. Um, tried to do that and and uh, you know Stockton had a center um, there is lots of stuff in the Bay Area but there and, and then that gets into a whole other area and that's transportation mm-hmm. wow. um, yeah. right the biggest issue we have for all the people that want our service is transportation right. because even though we're downtown and we are close to bus people are again hesitant to get out of their home and go out there so we're one of our focuses this year is to try and come up with uh, alternative transportation programs and funding for that and that's one of the things we're going to be addressing at our gala mm. 
Yeah, it's uh, transportation is, is an issue for a, a lot of people, and depending upon where you live, I talked to a lady in Escalon. One of the things that I'm doing out at the center now is I'm uh, reminding people about the support group that means every, it meets every two weeks, and and uh, which I think is helpful to a lot of people because uh, the support group is because uh, they find that hey, I'm not in this alone, um, and that can be sometimes just so healing to realize that whatever problem you're having doesn't matter whether it's blindness or a two year old who won't mind. That's right. Um, Wow, you know, other people have two-year-olds don't mind too. I, you know, I, I mean, what, what do you know? And, and, and then all of a sudden it's like, this isn't quite as bad as I thought it was. I still have some things to deal with. But uh, the, the, the support group, that, that's one thing that really has been talked about a lot is the transportation issue and how to get around that. Um, I know a lady who wants to come from Escalon. She can't do it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely cannot do it because of where she lives out in the country, and there's just no way for her to get there, and she'd like to come. But... Uh, until we figure that out, uh, she won't be able to. What's the attendance like at the support groups thus far? I, I think we usually have about 12, 15 people per, per group. It goes up and down a little bit, but, uh, yeah. You know, it sounds to me like this would be an incredible opportunity for volunteers to step up to the plate and provide rides for these people, don't you? I think so, and I think that, you know, for some people, we have people that take the bus, and they're totally comfortable with that. We have people like myself who take Dial-A-Ride who are totally comfortable with that. But uh, there are some people who are falling through the cracks, and those are the ones that we'd like to help. Um, I think most of us who are using the transportation modes we're now using are comfortable with that. We're okay. Um, But, um, you know, one of the things, too, I think that needs to be pointed out here is that when you go blind or realize you're going blind and there's a problem, um, you don't, first of all, you're probably not aware of all the resources that are out there because, as Jim said, until this touches you, you don't know what to do. So you find the resources and you call somebody with the state of California and you say, I need some help, and they don't, you know, it'd be nice, but they, they're not able to say, hey, what time can you meet me tomorrow? Hmm. Matter of fact, I'll come out to your house and we'll we'll get things rolling. And by next week, you'll be in Berkeley at the Orientation Center for the Blind, and your new life adventure will start. Sometimes these things take a while to get put in place, um, and then to combine with the fact that some people uh, are are faster adapters than others. Um, you know, there there's some people that are still. You know, waiting to go to the orientation center for the blind. They have, you know, a situation with space themselves. So, um, you know, there are a lot of things out there, and everybody deals with this in, in, in a little bit different way and a little bit more or less time. And so um, it's great to get people together and, and uh, provide some support. And I think that there are some out there who are missing out, like you said, Elaine, because they cannot get a ride. You got that right. You know, one of the things that anybody listening can do is if you have questions, if there are issues, concerns, anything at all, use the center as a resource. Just pick up the phone and call them. It's 522-8477. Tell them your situation or tell them a situation of a friend and discuss it. Mauricio will love to talk to you and can give you resources uh, for services that he may not be able to provide. Or he may be able to talk and invite you in to uh, get a counseling session and see what programs would best serve your needs. Mm-hmm. You know, one of the things is when when blindness, if, if you have blindness from birth, you adjust as you grow. But if it comes on suddenly, you have to go through a, a period of 
many different situations, denial, anger, frustration, uh, heartache, uh, the list goes on and on and on. I've had all of those. Yes, mm. I sure. <laughs> and so it, you need, this is, again, is a place that you can call, that you can go to, that you have people that you can talk with that will understand your situation and provide opportunities for you. This week we're with VIPS, Visually Impaired Persons Support. And, you know, guys, very recently uh, our valley was visited by a very uh, well-loved and well-known group, Big Daddy Weave, and their song, When I See You, uh, is uh, well-loved, and, and we hope you'll love it too. And uh, we'll be back right after we listen to their song here on Lighthouse Live. <laughs>
Weave on Lighthouse Live along with Pastor Mike, Elaine, and our very special guest from VIPS, Visually Impaired Person Support. We've got Jim Syverson, Marty Lancer, and Tom Ingebretson. And uh, great to have you here with us, guys. Of course, the big gala coming up August 25th and uh, raising some support for a very good cause. And, Jim, we, we know that uh, the fundraising is a very important part of what you do at VIPS and, of course, the computer uh, services and, and uh, uh, the classes that you're conducting there is a, a very big part of that. What else happens at VIPS that uh, funds are needed for? Well, there's a number of things. Mauricio always uh, is able to provide me with a never-ending list of updated computer programs, software that's required. And so the, that's our primary focus. And in addition, though, we're uh, we're looking for some additional Braille machines, and these, uh, surprisingly, are quite expensive. They can run five, six, seven hundred dollars, depending on the type of Braille machine that is required. There's electronic note takers that are out there. We also have services that we're trying to expand into for assisted living skills uh, in the in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. So we have food uh, on a monthly basis that's required so people can learn how to cook and uh, uh, serve themselves and family there's uh, we also have it set up so that they can learn how to function around the house we have a room set up where they can learn to make their own bed there's uh, to fold their clothes to put things away all of these that just give them more independence the more independence that we can develop the better, the greater self-esteem and confidence that they have. You know, we were we were talking just before the break about something I think that's, that's interesting. And and Tom, you've you've been through this process. One thing, uh, uh, Marty, to to grow up not being able to to see. Um, another thing, Tom, to to be sighted. And uh, in your case, I think uh, macular degeneration. And talk a little bit of Tom about the well, transitions you had to go through and. How an organization like this can uh, assist in that process? Well, <clears throat> before losing the site, uh, I traveled eight states for one major company, and uh, I taught salesmen. <laughs> but I was traveling 55 and 60,000 miles a year by car. And at 65, I said, well, we're going to go uh, retired. We're going to get a, a motor home, and we're going to drive. Well, I retired in June and November, macular degeneration struck. Mm. And uh, so we had to learn how to, first off, the biggest part was to take and give up the steering wheel. And my wife said, well, you can still see enough to get down the street. And I said, but there's probably going to be a little three-year-old that runs out between a car that I'll never see. Mm. So I gave the steering wheel away to her, and she's been doing a good job ever since. But... um, from there, you learn how to walk with a cane. You walk with a dog. I've got. I've had two dogs. I got my second dog now. The first one I got. Everybody knows Gonzo. Gonzo, yes. Oh, beloved Gonzo. Yes. And he's <laughs> he's now eleven, going on twelve. And you and, still have him, right? Well, Helen wouldn't give him away. No, <laughs> that's her dog. You know. Yes, everybody loves Gonzo. And I went up uh, in May and got Whitman. Whitman. And uh, I decided his first name should be Walt, 
and his last name should be Sampler, you know. <laughs> but but he's uh, he's a totally black uh, black Labrador. And he's got brown eyes, and he's turning out to be the neatest dog. Mm. He and Gonzo and the two cats get along famously, mm. and uh, so we're getting along with that. But I gotta say. I was with the visually impaired persons of Stanislaus, and we met over at doctors for about 10 years. And the toughest part of my job on getting information to the people that just went visually impaired in the older group was to get them up there and say, hey, if you'll come up and listen, we can get you instructions on how to take and make your life a lot better. But there's that old adage about leading a horse to water and you can't make him drink. And uh, then about the time I was ready to throw up my hands, I met Jim Syverson and what mm -hmm. he had proposed with his visually impaired. So we put a, a marriage together and with his contacts at the city and the, the, t uh, the rate and so on. And we got a, a good contractor that remodeled the house because that house was as old as I am. <laughs> Pretty old, and uh, <laughs> but by the time uh, they leveled out the floors and and put on new roof and all that other stuff, even new furnace and so on, uh, it cost us some money, and the the contractor that did it did a superb job, and uh, we're paying him off a little at a time, and he's being very patient. If I if my memory serves me right, is that Jim? That's true, and uh, we've been very blessed by. Uh, being able to attract and meet people like Mike Cummins and Cummins con Contracting, they uh, they rebuilt that house for us mm. and said, pay us when you can. Mm. Now, there's not very many contractors out there that will do that. Mm. And so we've been, our existence is because of them. And we've been very fortunate and very blessed uh, to be able to meet them and have them come into our lives. You know, uh Tom, in talking about these transitions, what do you do when you're uh, connecting with someone who's who's just starting to um, have vision problems? Um, how do you get them looped in? I would imagine there's probably like a grief process, a, uh, a stage of denial, this isn't happening, and I really don't want to deal with it. Don't help me. Thank you. How, how do you break those barriers? How do, how do you fold them in? A lot of prayer, and then you mm -hmm. have to explain to them that been there, done that, and if we can help you walk the path to keep you from stumbling over the big rocks, we'll lead you around. Mm -hmm. And just listen, because I, I tell you, these things will happen. The use of the cane, the mobility that you can get, if nothing else, just to get to the store and back is a, a major portion, because a lot of them figure that they're going to get robbed or mugged or something else if they go out with the cane in their hand. And uh, I found that not to exist because I lived in Chicago. I got on the train in Elgin and went downtown Chicago and walked the streets down there and got back on the train and came back. Nobody mugged me, but every cop that was around was paying attention to me, and they would say, can we help you? So hmm. that cane is a, a mark of independence, but you can be helped. All you have to do is... Ask for help, and you're going to get it. The Lord is always offering those kind of help, no matter where you go and with people, no matter where you be. Uh, I, I've traveled 
cross country by airplane. Uh, well, Gonzo has got seventy thousand air miles. <laughs> <laughs> He's a frequent traveler, yeah. isn't he? Yeah. Frequent flyer. Everybody says, this. "Well, does he get a free ticket now that he's got seventy thousand air miles? He rides free anyway." <laughs> but uh, no, it's just that you get on the plane and more people come up and want to help. Yeah. And you've got to realize, get over that hump that there's a, more people that want to help than more people that want to attack mm-hmm. you. And if you're, you're starting to be hassled a little bit, there's about eight people will go up and we don't do that here. And I've had that repeated to me many, many times where the guy said, well, let me need you over here. And somebody said, leave me alone. <laughs> you know, so you're you're taken care of. The Lord's good on all those things. Mm-hmm. He gives you support no matter where it is. Sure so. does. Marty blesses Hardy. Does this flying blind traffic every morning? And he and Terry uh, arrived a little earlier this morning, and we were talking. Marty, you were telling us a story about someone you knew that got robbed. Tom just mentioned that. Do you want to share that story? A, a little well, bit? there's there's a guy who um, uh, is part of the center, part of uh, visually impaired person support that was shot in a robbery, mm-hmm. and he is blind now because of that reason. The story I was telling was, and it kind of goes back to something we were talking about before the break, and that is that uh, she called this guy, this, this this guy named Dan, and said, you know, I really need to get a handle on this blind thing, Dan, because I'm going blind, and, and you know that, and I'm still driving my car, and I shouldn't be, but I am, but I know that I'm going to be losing my sight, and so I need to get together with you and spend maybe three or four days with you and find out how it is you do things and, and maybe try to be blind around you for three or four days so I can get the hang of it. And so he said, sure, come on down. So she did. She came down and, and uh, goes in the apartment there where he lives with a condo, and he says, okay, give me your car keys. And she said, huh? And <laughs> he, he said, yeah, your car keys. You're blind. You don't have a car anymore. I can't do that. I can't give that up yet. And so he goes, well, then, you know, we can do all the blind stuff you want, but really, we're really not doing it. it it's, uh, you know, um, that, that the, the car keys, you, you, you got to turn loose of those. And, uh, you know, uh, he, but he was, yeah, he was blind in a convenience store robbery. And actually, he adjusted. Um, it took him, though, we were talking earlier about the timeline, and he was one of these kind of guys didn't, I don't think, did a, did a lot of grieving, at least um, by comparison. Just said, hey, this is my lot in life, and i got to get on with it. It took him 20 months just because of all the, you know, the different bureaucracies that have to engage and all the things that have to happen. And he um, I, he was telling me that uh, he had an uh, optometrist who was very, or ophthalmologist, I'm not sure which it was, who was very proactive for him that helped him. Um, you know, okay, you need to call these people, you need to do this. And, of course, he was right on that. Jim, uh, important to have an advocate? Oh, incredibly mm. important there. And the other thing that I found through, I'm very lucky being sighted myself, but being going down this path of visually impaired and the people that I have met over the years and my personal experiences with my family, there one things, one of the things that I've learned is that each of us has been created uniquely and we all have unique talents uh, tremendous gifts and abilities and what i have found over the years is as these disabilities come on it also brings out some of these special gifts and talents that people have that have been dormant inside of them and so it's very inspiring to watch people develop 
And it does. It just takes time and patience, and those are some of the things that special people that we have uh, associated with are able to provide. So, again, you know, the, the, I, my personal experience with my father and my son uh, going through the onset of blindness is uh, is taking a long period of time, and you sort of travel down downward before you're able to come back up. And for each of us, it's a little different. I think sometimes you do have to have patience with people. I know for my, myself, I'm the kind of person, hey, let's get on with it, you know? I mean, I don't want to sit around one day having a pity party if I don't have to because it's not productive for me to do that. Um, I may get frustrated. I may have periods of time when I'm frustrated, but at the same time, i got to be moving forward. But not everybody works that way. And I've had to learn, you know, some patience, I think, with people that they, we, don't all, we don't all process things the same way. We don't always do things the same way. And so you can encourage them and, 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 and you know, put the opportunities out there for them. But if they don't, you know, latch on to them quite as fast as you do, um, you got to be patient with that a little bit. We've got more with Jim, Marty, and Tom right after this. Deep needs, deep hurts, spreading far beyond the government's ability to help. Children, single moms and dads, the elderly, disabled, the homeless. Yet, thousands of resources that can meet those needs are sitting right now in the pews and seats of our churches. The challenge? Activating those resources and connecting them with the people in need. We have a proven solution, advancing vibrant communities. We bridge the gap. We connect people and churches with opportunities to serve the needs of their neighbors. Pure, simple, proven effective, advancing vibrant communities. What's our motivation? Jesus' command in Matthew 22:39, to love your neighbor as yourself. The church at large has a biblical mandate to serve the needs of the community. Advancing Vibrant Communities researches those needs, then finds volunteers with the skills and passions to meet those needs. The very first story that Mike told about ABC involved serving one of my church members whose needs I could not meet within my own community. And in that moment, God humbled me and asked me to open my heart and really listen. And as I saw the setup of the database, I realized that AVC is a wonderful partner with my own congregation. It helps us be more effective. This organization comes along and says, I'll do a lot of the groundwork and we'll discover the needs. And then those folks in your congregation who desire to be a part and who have these skills can volunteer. ABC partners with over 80 community and government agencies to help meet the needs of the city. We network with organizations like Habitat for Humanity, the American Red Cross, Salvation Army, the Area Agency on Aging, the School District, and the Police Department. Habitat and ABC is a perfect match in that we both have common missions of helping people get out of the four walls of the church, getting out into the community and helping others. AVC serves volunteers by finding ways for them to help others. ABC serves the needy through volunteer efforts with love, grace, mercy, and compassion. AVC serves churches by augmenting efforts to reach out and meet the needs of their neighbors. 
ABC serves businesses by helping create healthy neighborhoods, by connecting employees with opportunities to volunteer, and by providing opportunities to donate goods and services to legitimate needs in the community. You know, some of us can donate a little money, some a little time, some one or the other or both. It really touched my heart that these strangers were interested in me and what I needed in my life. You know, it's not only hearing it, but it's seeing them and it's being there in person and seeing the, the need that they have and hopefully being able to do something about it. I will tell you as, you know, your chief of police in the city of Modesto, we need your help in the community making a difference. Volunteer, I know we can put you to work. And I, I promise you, if you get involved, you'll feel better. You'll be happier. How can we partner with you to meet the needs of our city? We ask you to consider monthly financial support and to help recruit more volunteers. Advancing vibrant communities, faith in action, pure, simple, proven effective, carrying out the biblical mandate to love our neighbors as ourselves. Thank you. And we're back with you on Lighthouse Live with our friends from VIPS, Visually Impaired Persons Support. We have Jim and Marty and Tom, along with Pastor Mike and Elaine, and it's just great. You know, time gets away with us, or away from us so quickly, and it's just great to have you guys here on an early morning edition. I just love these early <laughs> mornings, don't you? And uh, it's great to have you guys here talking about the Great Gala coming up August 25th. And Jim, let's give out these uh, great details again for all of our friends to uh, keep in mind coming up. Sure. It's Saturday, August 25th. It will be at the Seasons, 945 McHenry Avenue in Modesto. All the fun starts at 5 p.m., and we are going to have a special guest speaker, live music, entertainment there, uh, special live auction items, silent auction items. Uh, we'll have door prizes. Just a great evening for fun entertainment and education to build some awareness of the things that we provide at the Vision Center. So we invite each and every one of you to give us a call and come and get a ticket. Our tickets are $60 per person. This is our major fundraiser for the year. This is what provides the vast majority of our income during the year. And so we're looking forward and encourage everyone to, that can to uh, put this on the calendar and make it a special night for you. Marty, how can we encourage our volunteers here at AVC? And I know you and Terry are a couple of volunteers here with us. How can we encourage our brothers and sisters to think about becoming uh, active in terms of helping out the VIPs? Well, pray about it. Um, you know, I, I, I think one of the neat things about volunteering is that uh, and it's not meant for everybody because from, for some people who are in, uh, you know, various stages of life, they're real busy with their kids, for instance. Uh, Kids can, uh, they have a lot of activities, and but for some who maybe are past that a little bit, uh, and they tend to find, gee, I've got a little more time now. Uh, God never said it was okay for us to be bored. Um, and, 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 matter Lord, of fact, we, we, should, we, we shouldn't be. And, and, uh, volunteerism is one way to, uh, give to others, um, uh, and, and yet, and do it in a way where you don't have to think of how to do it. It's already laid out for you. Uh, pray about it. Call the center. 
uh, come down and visit. Talk to Mauricio. Or, yes. Or if yes. you come down on Monday mornings, usually, now not today, but usually you'll talk to, you can talk to me. Yeah, um, because you're with us today. That's right. <laughs> and, and I'd love to talk to you about the center and, and, and the volunteering that you can do there and uh, the, the needs that maybe some of the people have for rides and so forth. Uh, love to talk to you about that. But, but pray about it. Um, but I think we're meant to we're meant to volunteer, and I think we can make the world a better place um, if we just get out there and, and extend ourselves a little bit. And the idea is not for a couple people to do everything. And the idea is for each of us to do a little bit. And if we do that, uh, then we can get a lot done and and make life better for a lot of people. And who knows? Spread the gospel at the same time. Yes, indeed. Tom, how about you? Well, uh, like I said, everything that you do with this comes in little bits, like he said. you know. And if everybody does a little bit, all of a sudden, a lot gets accomplished. Mm -hmm. And... uh, so don't be afraid that I can't do this or I can't do that. Come down and say, is there something I can help with? And just open your heart and your mind to what you can do. And this thing will be appreciated no matter how much. There are so many people that need the help and the guidance. So be with us and help us in all things. But uh, with the Lord Jesus Christ leading, we can accomplish all things. Uh, Jim, uh, this the footprint footprint of this broadcast goes all around the world and there may be people listening all over the country uh who are wondering gee do we have something like that near us how how do people find out what's going on locally is there a a national number to call or is it just a matter of finding out what you have uh in in your local city there mostly it's the local areas Mm -hmm. i don't think that there's a national blueprint for Mm -hmm. what we do uh if I had one, I sure could have used one. <laughs> <laughs> let, let me ask you, Jim, can people call the Chamber of Commerce here, for instance, and find out about VIPs? Absolutely. We are a member of the Chamber of Commerce, and they have all our information there. And we would encourage that. We also have a website, www.vhips.com, and you're invited to go on there, and we try and get that updated periodically with the events that we're having and the services that we provide. It's uh, www.vhips.com. Correct. All right. All right. Well, guys, our time. V-Hips. Is- <laughs> there you go. <laughs> want to thank you so much, Jim, Marty, Tom, Vips, Visually Impaired Person Support. Don't forget the gala coming up, dear friends. Thank you for listening. Don't forget to tune in next week. Our very special guest will be Dennis Lopez. Uh, you just don't want to miss his testimony. Oh, yeah. He has a mm-hmm. life that is just uh, second to none. 5 p.m. will be the broadcast time for that. Thanks for tuning in, and may God continue to bless your lives as you reach out and bless your neighbors. Love your neighbor as you love yourselves. Thanks for listening. <laughs>